What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Friday, August 12th. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Priyanka Arabindi, and this is What a Day where when we leave a job, we sometimes take pens and maybe a tape dispenser, but never documents relating to nuclear weapons. What are you going to do with documents related to nuclear weapons? If you don't have the nuclear weapons, it feels kind of useless. But, you know, some people aren't thinking as is normal for them. On today's show, the House is scheduled to vote on the Inflation Reduction Act. Plus, are you single and looking to mingle at the next insurrection? We will talk about a new dating app just for right-wingers. I don't even have a reaction anymore. It's just gross. (laughs) (laughs) But first, Attorney General Merrick Garland made this unexpected announcement yesterday to give more detail about the FBI search of Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. The Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. The department does not take such a decision lightly. As a reminder, the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago earlier this week was in search of confidential documents that Trump supposedly took with him after leaving the White House. And the Washington Post now says that anonymous sources tell them that some of those documents are related to nuclear weapons. We'll, of course, be following that development as soon as we know more. (laughs) You will, too. It's getting spicy. So, as Garland said, they're unsealing the warrant so the public can see it, which is pretty unusual. Why is that happening? So, when we heard Garland say that he personally approved the decision to get the search warrant, he added that that was because the less intrusive methods to get the classified documents back— didn't work. So Trump did receive a subpoena for these documents back in the spring, but apparently not everything was returned. As for making the warrant public, Garland said that it's because of the, quote, substantial public interest in this matter. You know, Trump and his allies in the GOP and on the far right have been calling this search unfair, misconduct, a witch hunt, all of the usual refrains. And Garland really seemed to want to set the record straight here. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. He is, of course, in that clip speaking about the staff of the FBI and the DOJ. And things got real serious there yesterday because a man armed with an AR-15 rifle fired a nail gun into an FBI building in Cincinnati, Ohio. Right. And in general, there has been an increase in threats against FBI personnel and buildings on social media since the search of Mar-a-Lago. Did Garland talk about that yesterday at all? So Garland did not directly address what happened in Cincinnati in his statement. As of our recording, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Thursday night. 
We know that this man in Ohio is dead after a car chase in a standoff with state officials. They identified him as Ricky Schiffer, and FBI agents are looking into his social media and any ties with right-wing extremists and connections to anyone who is a part of the insurrection. But as of now, they don't know his motive and whether or not the search of Mar-a-Lago has had anything to do with his actions. But you're definitely right about the uptick in online threats made against authorities since Monday's raid. Users on pro-Trump forums have been calling for a civil war and to, quote, lock and load, which terrifying. These are some of the same people who participated in the insurrection on January 6th. They have been violent before, and there is definitely a danger of these threats spilling into real life. It's not just stuff that happens online. Right. We've seen time and time again how what happens online, you know, ends up turning into IRL things. Doesn't stay there. Exactly. Totally. So going back to Garland earlier, it sounds as if he made this unexpected statement yesterday because the political pressure is on. Why is that? Yeah. So in general, the DOJ has tried to be really careful about this investigation. This is a former president, someone who may end up running again, and they are doing everything by the book and trying not to make it look like it's politically motivated, like Joe Biden is sitting there calling for this to happen Mm -hmm. against Donald Trump. That's absolutely not what's happening. But that is exactly what it has become to the right wing. This is like a massive conspiracy in their mind to get their guy. So where Garland typically wouldn't make a statement like this, he may feel like he has to and has to make the warrant public so that everyone can see what it is that they're looking for and hopefully not act out these violent threats against these agencies. Maybe they could stop making them in general. That would be great. That would be super amazing, actually. (laughs) Hopefully they're listening, okay? The bar is so low. (laughs) Now on to some climate news. We mentioned earlier in the week that gas prices have finally gotten their act together and are back under $4 a gallon. The national average is now $3.99, according to AAA. And because it's just an average, that means that in some places, like in California, we're still over $5 a gallon. And in others, like in Georgia, they're below the average at $3.55 a gallon. Nonetheless, what this drop means is a bit of reprieve on all of our pockets. But, you know, just because it's cheaper, we want you to be kind to the environment and maybe don't use it as a reason to take that road trip right now that I told you to take earlier in the week. I was just kidding. Don't do it. Okay. Although it is good news as it relates to the broader inflation issues we've been dealing with. Right. Definitely uh, keep taking walks, ride your bike. Public transportation is great. (laughs) There's still a climate crisis happening. So even though the pump price is a little lower, don't go crazy with it. But speaking of inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act, which passed the Senate last weekend, will be voted on in the House today and most likely will pass. Remind us what's in that act and how that might impact climate concerns. Yeah, so the Inflation Reduction Act, or IRA, is this massive climate tax and health care bill that Nancy Pelosi is calling, quote, life-changing legislation. It includes the largest burst of spending in U.S. history to specifically tackle global warming. That's about $370 billion with a B to reduce greenhouse gas emissions to 40% below 2005 levels by the end of this decade. If you want to know more, 
more, you can listen back to our Monday episode with Hot Take co-host Mariana East Hegler. But if there was ever a reason to hope we make steps on addressing climate change, I wanted to talk about this new report out of Finland. The New York Times headline reads, brace yourself, Priyanka, Arctic warming is happening faster than described. You know what? I feel like it was described as happening pretty quickly. So that is (laughs) not an exciting headline to see. Can you break this down for us, please? Absolutely. So one of the ways we know global warming is real is because the Arctic ain't as cold as it used to be. All right. (laughs) Studies in the past noted that the Arctic was warming two to three times faster than the global average. But now scientists in this new report are saying that over the past four decades, the region has actually been heating up four times faster than the global average. And some parts of the region, particularly the Barents Sea, which is north of Norway and Russia, are warming up to seven times faster. Okay, not good at all. Very bad. Very, very, very bad. What does this mean for us? Well, in addition to rising sea levels because of the faster melting of Greenland's ice sheet, all of this is influencing many of our weather patterns here in North America and elsewhere, namely extreme rainfall and heat waves. These are obviously things that are affecting our country literally right now. Right. So this is not just something that's completely removed, happening far away. Like there are consequences we are feeling. That is why we need to care about this. Absolutely. That's why it's so hot everywhere (laughs) across this country right now. But it's also impacting storm tracks and wind speeds. Researchers say that if the rate of warming of the Arctic continues to speed up, its influence on our weather could worsen. This is all to say, again, that if we as a globe don't get our shit together, things are going to get worse and get worse fast. We're going to put a link to the story about this new research in our show notes, but more on all of this very soon. And that is the latest for now. Let's get to some headlines. Headlines. Some unsettling updates from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Yesterday, there were reports of even more blasts near a Russian-occupied nuclear plant in southern Ukraine. Shelling has come uncomfortably close to the facility in the past week, and both sides blamed the other for this recent attack. The UN is on high alert, with Secretary General Antonio Guterres saying that continued fighting could, quote, lead to disaster. Meanwhile, in the Ukrainian city of Mariupol, Russian news media say that its forces are constructing large cages inside a theater. One Russian commander said that they will be used to confine Ukrainian soldiers and others during show trials that start at the end of the summer. Last June, Russian investigators said they were building over 1,100 cases against Ukrainians for, quote, crimes against peace, which is just rich. Very. Uh, I don't like the sound of absolutely any of this headline. Not good from top to bottom. The CDC said yesterday that if you were exposed to COVID, they no longer recommend that you quarantine at home. In a change up to its guidelines, the agency now says that they believe it's okay for you to go out in the world as long as you still wear a mask in public for 10 days and get tested on day five. One key reason for this update is this. We have a very high level of people who are either vaccinated or have had prior infection, or both. That is CDC epidemiologist Greta Mazzetti during yesterday's announcement, and she added that about 95% of Americans, 16 and over, fall into those categories. 
This change is also a pretty clear signal that the CDC believes that COVID is here to stay and they want to make more manageable long-term rules for people to protect themselves and others. Yeah, 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 yeah. The NBA will permanently retire the number six on players' jerseys in honor of the late Bill Russell, who died last month at the age of 88. Russell wore the number during his 13 years with the Boston Celtics before becoming the team's head coach in 1966 and the first black coach in the NBA. He's the first player to have his jersey retired by the league, though players who wore number six last season, like LeBron James, can keep wearing it if they choose. The ironically cash-strapped IRS is set to get over $80 billion from the Inflation Reduction Act, and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has already told the agency how it should or shouldn't spend it. In a letter to the IRS commissioner this week, Yellen said that the agency must avoid using that cash to go after middle-class Americans. That is, people and small businesses pulling in less than $400,000 a year. Instead, it ought to focus on, quote, high-end noncompliance. In other words, going after really rich people who didn't pay their fair share. The letter comes amid criticism from Republicans who claim that the funding will create an army of new IRS agents to go after anyone earning less than 75K. That is absolutely not happening, so do not believe that for a second if you hear it. Boring dystopian hyperbole aside, the money was earmarked in the bill so the agency can hire more people to, you know, do its job and raise revenue to pay for the climate change and healthcare provisions outlined in the bill. You'll soon have to pay more for the privilege of looking at Baby Yoda because Disney Plus is raising its monthly subscription fee from $7.99 to $10.99 for U.S. users this December. To soften the blow, the company is introducing an ad-supported option as well for $7.99. As we know, when Walt Disney invented Mickey Mouse, he did it by asking the question, what if there was a rodent who wants you to buy your car from a Carvana vending machine? News of the rate hike came after Disney announced it now has 221 million subscribers across its platforms, surpassing Netflix. Listen, you have 221 million subscribers paying you $7.99 a month. Why do you need to raise your price? You seem fine. (laughs) You can't announce that at the same time. There's something that's just not connecting. I don't know. I don't like it one bit. Spiders might be having nightmares about other spiders because a study published this week in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences indicates that some of these eight-legged monsters undergo a process much like REM sleep. REM sleep is, of course, the state that we humans are in when we dream, and apparently it's never been observed before in terrestrial invertebrates. In the jumping spiders that were the subject of this study, REM looked a lot like it did in our species, only with the number of eyes and limbs twitching around multiplied by four. (laughs) Understanding more about REM and older species like spiders might help illuminate its purpose among human beings. It might never be possible to know whether spiders are actually dreaming, according to this study's authors, but if they are, I'd like to think they're dreaming of places they can visit that are as far away from me as possible. They're probably just dreaming of other ways that they can wreak havoc on our lives. I know they're important for the environment and the ecosystem or whatever you all say. (laughs) Or whatever, but like, please get out of my apartment. Yeah, I (laughs) promise you, my apartment is not part of the ecosystem. Stay out. (laughs) And those are the headlines. We'll be back after some ads to discuss how conservatives can channel their love of Donald Trump into romantic love with each other. 
Well, today is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best, and that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, (laughs) everyone's getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. It is Friday, Wild Squad, and for today's Temp Check, we are discussing a new place conservatives can meet each other apart from the returns line at Hobby Lobby or, you know, the insurrection on January 6th. <laughs> An all-right-wing dating app called The Right Stuff is set to launch next month. According to this video, the company posted yesterday on Twitter. Here is a company spokesperson, Kaylee McEnany's sister, Ryan, with a preview of the kind of attitudes you will find on the app. Buckle up. The right stuff is all about getting into the right dating pool with people who share the same values and beliefs as you. You'll start off by building your perfect profile. No pronouns necessary. I can't. I can't. No pronouns necessary as if we all don't have pronouns. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool. Great. Other backers of this app include Silicon Valley's biggest Trump supporter, Peter Thiel. The right stuff is strictly for cis-hetero relationships at the moment, but they made a very tantalizing offer to gay and lesbian MAGA people by saying that at some unspecified future date, they might be welcome on this app. So, Travel, what is your take on this? You know... <laughs> I'm actually okay with this, all right? Me too, me too. The conservatives, if they want to self-segregate, okay, and take themselves off of my apps that I'm on. Yeah, get off the normal apps. We don't need you there. Absolutely. I'm completely okay with it. I want you to have your own space where you can do whatever your foolishness you want to do. Do they need a safe space? Is this a safe space for them? (laughs) You know just, what? Just they don't like safe spaces, though. They don't like safe spaces. Yeah, sure. They, they claim to not like safe spaces, but it feels like they just built themselves one. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like there are more than enough moderates on Hinge. They can go to this app. It's fine. That's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect for those people. Absolutely. Listen, just like that, we have checked our temps. They are, you know, I don't know. They're they're like a little lukewarm. They're They're fine on this because, <laughs> you know, go live your life. Go be on the right stuff. Perfect. (laughs) That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, catfish someone on the right stuff, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just the dream journals of spiders like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. I'm Travel Anderson. And And return return nuclear nuclear codes codes if you you have have them. them. You shouldn't have them, you but if have you do. Them. If you're listening to this podcast and you have nuclear codes, maybe we need a raise because it feels like we're doing something right. Please contact us if you are this person. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance, Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. 
Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producer is Leo Duran. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware.